0: Joining us now to talk about the first week of hybrid learning for Springfield District 186. That was last week, Uh, but to get a review of that, Superintendent Jennifer Gill joining us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Superintendent, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Uh, Exciting stuff. It's been uh, since what, like April since students were back in the classroom? Uh, What kind of spirits were there all around uh, Springfield District 186 last week? Oh hold on I let me push the button gotta get that uh, gotta push the button appropriately. apologize about that.
1: No, that's okay.
0: All right, so yeah, what kind of spirits did you have all throughout the uh, district?
1: you know it was it was an energizing week I think uh, we we just wanted to take a step forward and take a step into our next uh, step of learning and obviously that is the hybrid uh, learning approach where we have still have you know mean well over. Almost 60% of our students that are being served remotely um, online, and we're very appreciative of that. Um, But then we brought back about 44% of our students um, into a hybrid model, and it was great to see, you know, the students and see their faces and, you know, just get them back into a school setting uh, because they have chosen that model.
0: Have there been any major issues uh, that have arisen in the uh, in the first week that uh, maybe uh, needed to be clamped down on? Uh, Some students coming in with symptoms when parents should have screened them, or uh, students developing uh, possible symptoms throughout the day. Uh, Any any major issues that popped up that you're aware of?
1: You know, across the district, we did every day. There was about an average of twenty students that we did send home with, you know, one of the symptoms that could be related to COVID, and in those cases, none of them have come back as positive. They were just symptoms of another type of of illness that people can still still get. And I can tell you an anecdotal story. Um, I was out in schools last week, and we had a, a young girl, kindergartner, got sick to her stomach after she ate her lunch. And, you know, that is one of the indications of of COVID, is having an upset belly. And, and, you know, so we went ahead and sent her home. Her mom took her directly to the doctor. And in that case, we also had to send home the siblings. So that's something that I don't know if families are aware of, that if the student gets sent home, then we do send home all of the siblings until we can rule out that it is a COVID positive symptom. And once again, it's since they were on AB days, the little girl came on an A day that happened by the time that their day rolled around on Thursday, they were able to return to school and all the siblings because the doctor had done the testing and then they had uh, you know, ruled out that that symptom was related to COVID, and she was able to return to school.
0: Yeah, we've seen similar protocol at uh, other districts that have been in person uh, to start the uh, the fall semester, and now we're into uh, to winter months. But uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's something that has to be navigated a bit, a little bit different than when uh, you know you and I were in school, where you had to have a doctor's yeah. note to uh, not be at school. Uh, but right. it kind of uh, kind of flipped that on its head. Um, what right, are, what, right. are, what are some of the other lessons that uh, the districts learning, uh, and and maybe. Have have you talked with uh, districts that have been doing in-person learning uh, all this time, and, and what kind of lessons have you uh, taken from them?
1: Yes, I've taken a lot of lessons from other superintendents. You know, school districts have been doing this across the um – state really for for some time now. So I was able to, you know, do a lot of researching and and talking with other districts. I think, you know, a problem that we have obviously is when a teacher becomes either a primary contact to a a COVID case or is COVID positive, you know, that's going to bring up its challenges. Uh, We we haven't had a lot of that. I believe we've had four um, positive cases and that is really just information from over the weekend, too. We had two before Friday where we did have to cover the classrooms and make sure that we notified families. Um, And, you know, I think that these are things that are going to happen as we move forward, and we just have to have a plan in place and be really nimble and flexible uh, to make sure that we're, um, you know, addressing the students' needs for learning while the teacher may be on remote. Um, And that is interesting that technology has really allowed this to be – you know easier than it would have been if we were in an era with no technology so that's been a been a big positive
0: we're talking with Springfield school superintendent Jennifer Gill here on the WMAY morning News Feed. now remember last week uh, you know asking callers to, to chime in on uh, you know their students getting back to school and we had a parent call in uh, who had three students she signed them all up to be in hybrid uh, two of them uh, were ready to go but the third one uh, a younger student I believe a freshman um, uh, their online status said that that they were remote, uh, and and the, the parents said that they were heartbroken. Reached out to the district and found out that there's a, a waiting list of sorts. Uh, what's well, going on? You know, what, what's going on with with situations like
1: that? So here's the thing. This is, um, and I'll be the first to tell you, this has not been an easy road to figure all of this out, scheduling wise. You know, not only do we have teachers that are working remote because they have those needs, but we also have students that have chosen remote, and it also depends on the teacher in the classes that that student is enrolled in, and we very much wanted to try to keep uh, students with the same teacher from first semester to provide for that continuity. So those were all very hard things with the scheduling. So if there was a dilemma like we had with that family, and by the way, we have had that, got that all rectified. I got notification on Friday that that student does have a schedule and, and will be attending hybrid and so it's just one of those things that just took a little time to make sure we built the schedule correctly and that we didn't have over capacity in any of our classrooms because we are also following the cdc rules closely and so we are social distancing in our classrooms um, and we made we have to make sure that the capacity in any one given room is not over its load uh, for our hybrid students so it all is very complicated and we're not sure where the glitch was originally with why that student wasn't marked to, to come back in hybrid, but we were able to get it fixed within, you know, one short week. And so that, that waiting list is is a real thing. If you changed your mind on the fly halfway through, it sounded like this one was more of a computer glitch of some sort where that student didn't get marked um hybrid learning. But there is a waiting list to get in if we can't make that space work, um, if you originally had signed up for remote and now want to change your mind. We're
0: talking with Springfield School Superintendent Jennifer Gill here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, another element, testing, COVID-19 testing, that is, not uh, standardized testing or, you know,
1: oh, no. pop quizzes. The new kind of testing uh, that yeah. I have to worry about. Exactly with, right.
0: Yeah. So what's the status of that? Uh, you guys have the, the, what is it, the antigen tests available? Yeah, to? and
1: I, I want to be really clear that, you know, I think there there was some confusion last last week with some, some – uh, TV spots that I did, we are going to be up and moving with testing, but we are taking it slow. We just got the shipment in uh, last week um, at the end of the week. And so there's some testing that you have to do, like other types of testing, control testing you have to do with, with each box of, of um, the antigen tests. We're doing that, and we're getting those delivered out to schools. And then we will make sure that we answer all the questions and get all the training under under our belts with our nurses now that they actually have um the tests in their hands early this week so we're hopeful that uh, that that will be up and underway and i know that that's one more thing that i'm asking of the nurses but it's something that is very important to moving us forward and it's just a new way of um operating in this pandemic and it's something that that's very very good for us to have in our hands
0: jennifer gill superintendent of springfield schools on the wmay morning news feed something else too uh, with phase four we're now in phase four for region three uh, i haven't seen any indication in the documentation or from the ihsa yet or from the governor's office about sports uh what can student athletes uh look forward to considering that we have relaxed uh covid mitigations and springfield school district is doing hybrid and a lot of districts across the state are doing uh in-person learning but uh what about that prospect for for student athletes out there, what can they what can they hope for?
1: Yeah, we're hopeful, and you know we did run a cross country season at the beginning of the year, and, and we had some open gyms and things like that going on. So we're very hopeful that as we move forward here into the spring, that open gyms will come back, and that if teams are gearing up for their season, that they can have practices and and things of that nature. But we have not gotten any word on that at this point in time. Um, you know, we're we have members of my staff that are constantly in communication with the um, Illinois High School Association, but also the Illinois Elementary um, Association for our middle school sports. And so we're we're kind of anxiously awaiting um, any news on that as well, because it's a very important part of, you know, a child's high school career uh, and, and middle school career getting ready for high school to, to participate in athletics so I think we'll just have to, to wait in here and you're right every every school district in Juan in County is back in in some uh, way shape or form and, and many of us are in the central state aid and other districts you know north of us and, and in our central state aid are back in school as well so' um, we're, we're just anxiously awaiting the news as you.
0: Superintendent Jennifer Gill, any uh, anything else top of mind when it comes to educating uh, kids in Springfield District 186?
1: You know, we're just we're we're taking every day at a time. This has been um, very difficult to navigate, but I've had great people uh, beside me helping me out. I've got amazing teachers that are stepping up and and doing the creative things to make it work. I think the one thing that was kind of interesting that came out of this was we were not able to purely schedule all of our classes either hybrid or remote, and that was a little bit of a of a scheduling nightmare to try to figure out how to do it. But a lot of teachers are stepping up and, and thinking of creative ways to uh, navigate either students that are remoting in or a remote teacher teaching hybrid uh, students. And we just know that, that we're very thankful for the community for having patience with us as we learn how to do this uh, new, new way of educating. And hopefully it'll only be a semester, um, but we are um, very thankful that we were, able to get back into school at least in a hybrid fashion last week and continue this week
0: well and you'd mentioned uh, staff uh, at, at several points throughout and of course uh, you know their health and their uh, uh, their their safety is top of mind but have you seen any yes. kind of uh, uh, actions among staff that maybe we saw at like Chicago public schools when they were going back in with some uh, uh, you know consternation or maybe uh, some apprehensions or just straight- up people not coming in
1: um, no we haven't seen anything like that but we you know uh, People are very open with me about their concerns and their wishes and their, their worries. So we've had open dialogue all throughout this. I mean, it's been, it's been a little stressful, you know, to, to read some of those and to take on some of that, that worry and, and grief and anxiety that I know teachers are feeling. But that's my job, and I'm willing to do that and just listen and try to make things better. And each each and every day that we, we get back into school, this has all been extremely sudden and extremely scary for all of us, you know, as we navigated this. And, um, you know, you just constantly are reading and hearing about things, and I know that that weighs on their mind. But I also know that I have faith in District 186 educators and staff that they have students at the forefront, and I know they're out there doing everything they can to make learning Uh, the best that it can be. So, you know, I've been right there with them with all the questions and concerns and just trying to knock out and answer all those questions and put the right things in place and work alongside our our education union to make sure that that things are are, um, the best that they possibly can be in a really tough situation.
0: Superintendent Jennifer Gill, greatly appreciate taking time this morning. We'll connect again in the near future. All right. Be safe out there. Thank you. Appreciate
1: it.